Matt Will. No L's, just sevens. This is the bliss, licking they lips, Twitter with this, minimal risk, finity shifts, ribbon on rib, quick in the hits, first on the list, this, mad will, going crazy on the daily, dropping facts like a shower in the world of rain and entertainment, yeah, another day, another pod, all these thoughts are up facade, so I had to ask him what he got, said he got a lot, said he got a lot of what, got a lot of shifts, and it's time for the daily blitz. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Daily Blitz Football Pod. It is Tuesday, November 23rd. Big Johnny's up in a captain chair. That's John Legaza. Follow me at MLB Moving AVG or type in NFL Moving Averages into that Bluebird Twitter machine. If you can't find me, open up those ears. Don't forget to shoot the other host of this show, Mr. Matt Williams, a follow my dude at M-A-T-T-W-I-7-7-I-A-M-S. Good morning, everybody. Time for the Tuesday. Tuesday show. If you're new to what we're doing here, Monday is the look back, the Monday night football preview. Tuesday is all 32 teams injury reports and those all important subsequent waiver wire moves. I'm doing the work so you don't have to. Trying to get in with a quick hit kind of football pod. I know I can tend to run a little bit long. We're keeping all these down around 20 or 25 minutes. This one should be the same. Last night, a bit of a disaster, but that was kind of part of the lean as I was laying it out. If I had to go, I like the Giants plus 11, even a sniff at that money line win, and then props on that side. But what were we saying? I didn't like any of it. So no bet is better than a bad bet. I'll always give you my opinion, but more importantly, I'll always tell you if I'm going forward and pulling that trigger transparency, being at the heart of every handicapper's success. That's kind of the thing I do. Posting my first losing week all season last year. I mean, 10 and 1, still not too bad, but gosh, is it getting ugly out there. So many injuries, disparity between teams. Hopefully we're going to pick it up this week. Best way to do so is to stay in the lab, work at your craft every day and keep those tools nice and sharp. Let's get into the injury report and see what we got top of the board. Arizona Cardinals had a bunch of critical injuries last week. They do not really have any updates as of yet. Kyler Murray still giving us the song and dance, though I do believe he will return after this week's bye. It feels like a good idea that they did that. You know, we have a player like that caliber with the record that they have shooting for the playoffs. No need to take those kind of risks. Colt McCoy, eh? Serviceable enough. Getting the job done for them, though. Far stretch from... Kyler Murray, when they get him back, expect them to find that extra gear on offense. Also, Kansas City Chiefs on a bye this weekend. Keep that one in mind. Next up, Atlanta Falcons. As you know, Calvin Ridley has been out taking care of that mental. All important. You need that, you know, to function at all. We hope he'll be back soon. But just the news here is there has not been an update. Falcons need him back bad. Kyle Pitts, that entire crew in the tank. Without him, also Kendall Sheffield was out. No updates yet. Tuesday, you kind of know how that can go. Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson, of course, that was the big one out, but it was an illness and not really terrible kind of injury, no knee or shoulder, the kind of things we worry about. They were missing a ton of players. We're going to have to keep an eye on that. Couple linebackers out, Harrison and McPhee, Williams on the defensive line, Jimmy Smith and Averett out in the secondary, and then of course Marquise Brown with that thigh. They probably did the right thing by him. Keeping out those leg injuries can easily get re-aggravated. I would not be surprised to see him go in the next game. Buffalo Bills up 
Traymond Edmonds, linebacker that was out, was a full participant in practice. They're going to get him back. Buffalo going to need all that help against the run game after this weekend. Cole Beasley did practice. Expect him to carry a Q tag. And then offensive tackle Spencer Brown placed on the reserve COVID-19 list. He was out got to keep an eye on that those can be tricky returns but usually I do expect those players to come back Carolina Panthers guard Dennis Daly left the game on Sunday with a thigh got to keep an eye on that doesn't sound terrible they hung a Q tag on him but oh I always like to keep an eye on those offensive line issues other than that pretty clean for those Panthers, we know uh, Donald out for the season, replaced him with Newton. Things looking better there in Carolina. Immediately, I was shocked that they lost to the football team. Chicago Bears up next. Justin Fields not expected to start on Thanksgiving. Gosh, those games this week look so ugly. Thank goodness there'll be lots of food to eat. In the meantime, Bears, Allen Robinson with the hamstring, non-participant yesterday, not a good sign for Thursday. Darnell Mooney hung with the Q tag with the foot. Limited participant on Monday. They're really going to need him. He is the cog of that offense. They lost Eddie Jackson, the safety, and Akeem Hicks, defensive tackle. No new news on them yet. The Bengal report looking pretty clean. Shelvin, defensive tackle, was out. Keep an eye on that. No news there. Tyler Boyd left the game against the Raiders. But I think it was a heat thing, a hydration thing. They hit him up with IV. He's got a Q tag. I'm expecting him to play going forward. Cleveland Browns wide out. Jarvis Landry has been playing through that knee, and I don't think he's going to have much of a choice. That's been the reports there. Baker Mayfield with the knee, foot, and shoulder now will start against Baltimore Week 12 as long as he's clear to play. Sounds like he's trending in the right direction. I guess that depends who you're asking. Also, linebacker Owusu Koromoa looks like he will play Sunday against the Ravens. Pretty important piece there. And fantasy relevant, Kareem Hunt is hopeful to play. They've really been relying on Chubb with good reason, but it is always nice to have another dynamic piece like Hunt, particularly in the past game when Cleveland has been behind. They've looked a bit lost. Keep an eye out for news on Peoples-Jones, who was out, as well as Anthony Schwartz. Plus, they were missing Hill and A.J. Green in that secondary. Keep an eye on that news as we get closer. Lots of missing pieces for those Cleveland Browns. Over the Dallas Cowboys, who disappointed us and kept us from that elusive 11th winning week in a row. Lots and lots of injuries for the Cowboys. Tyron Smith, offensive tackle, was out in the last game, but Rob Phillips of the official site reports he should play. Zeke left the game, then came back. He was a limited part participant Monday. Looks like he's afraid. He's got Pollard nipping at his heels. He's pushing and pushing to get out there. Very hard to even run with Elliott for a full game. C.D. Lamb with the concussion. Non-participant on Monday. I doubt he's going to play. They stuck him with the Q tag. I'm not buying it. Cowboys also had a couple injuries in the secondary. Kelvin Joseph and Nishan Wright, who missed this weekend's game, will be playing. Broncos report looking pretty clean. I think they may be coming off the bye. Detroit Lions, Jamar Jefferson, the backup running back, limited participant on Monday. The reason I mention it is maybe DeAndre Swift starts getting 4 million carries a game. They are playing Thursday. Not sure how that workload is going to play out. Jared Goff also practiced Monday. Got to think that's a good sign for him to play on Thursday. Lions lost with him. Lions lost without him. Offensive tackle Matt Nelson, who also missed 
missed the game. No news there. Green Bay Packers, Aaron Jones out. Nothing to update there. Big one for the Packers, of course, was Aaron Rodgers with the toe. He's not on the injury report, but we heard him talk about it. They're just saying there's nothing he can do. He's going to have to play through the pain. They have a bye week coming up, not this week, but next. I believe that will probably serve him well. Until then, you know, it's all systems go for the Packers. Aaron Jones, the one we're keeping our eye on there. I have not seen any updates. Certainly a player to circle after that A.J. Dillon disappointment. Houston Texans looking pretty clean. Indianapolis Colts is a big one. One of the reasons why I hope that you're coming here for the Daily Blitz. A bit of nuance, a bit of context. If you check the injury articles around, you know, fantasy Twitter or whatever, it's going to have the same three or four players. I like to look for the important line play. Indianapolis Colts lose all important guard Quentin Nelson. He re-aggravated the right ankle injury against the Bills, according to Frank Reich. And I think he's going to miss some time. That is going to affect Jonathan Taylor, who's been excellent regardless. But if again, if you're following my work, you knew I was touting the fact Colts had that front five all together for the first time all season. I think they had it going for three games. Check the result. Without it, they will take a half a step back. Taylor will go with it, though he's the 1.01 right now. Man, almost no questions asked. Jacksonville Jaguar, if you saw the Jamal Agnew injury, it looked pretty bad, that hip. He's going to miss the remainder of the season. We'll talk about maybe a slight bump later on. Shaq Griffin with the concussion missed the game against the 49ers. He'll have to clear protocol in order to play. Kansas City Chiefs, they got some more players back than anything. The Fresh Prince of Halea was back and he looked pretty good. Rashad Fenton, the cornerback, is expected to be fine after suffering an injury against the Cowboys. Keep an eye for news on offensive tackle Lucas Nyang. Vegas Raiders, really nothing I'm seeing here. Nixon in that secondary was out. Have to keep an eye out for that. No updates and usually not a good sign. Los Angeles Chargers, my bolt starting to come on a bit with the offense, defense, maybe not so much. Defensive tackle Linville Joseph missed the game Sunday with COVID-19. Those guys, like I'm saying, not a guarantee to get back. When they're asymptomatic, you have a good chance. Got to keep an eye on that. Chargers defense really starting to struggle. They missed Gilman and Webb Jr., two safeties, last week as well. Neither with an update. Asante Samuel, cornerback, left the game against the Steelers with a concussion. Again, no updates. Not a great sign. L.A. Rams, nothing really cooking here. Linebacker Leonard Floyd with the concussion should be available to play. I think they're coming off the bye as well. We'll like to see those teams healthy. Dolphins, the entire wide receiver room is still decimated. William Fuller, the fifth. <sighs> Unsure when he'll be back with the finger. Kind of sounds familiar. Devontae Parker, also wide receiver with the shoulder. Designated to return from the IR week 12, but it's not definite yet. Injuries in the secondary now carrying Q tags, Jamal Perry and Brandon Jones that left the game against the Jets. Could return this weekend. Dolphins need every bit of help on that side of the ball. Minnesota Vikings looking pretty clean. Same for those Patriots to the New Orleans Saints. My favorite pick of last week as far as DFS goes. Of course, he got hurt. Adam Troutman, I'm referring to tight end for the Saints. Expected to miss four to six weeks with a sprained MCL. Reports Adam Schefter. Womp, womp. And all that without me even mentioning the engine that makes that machine go. Alvin Kamara, superstar running back, didn't practice again Monday. I was hoping this was one of those, we're holding him back because we're going to get him right. He did not practice. Oh, man. Yikes. 
Oh, got to get away from that Saints offense. It's pretty bad right now. Mark Ingram, he got banged up at the end of the game, was a limited participant on Monday with that knee. I do expect him to be fine. Safety, CJ Gardner, Johnson to the in- injured reserve. That was just this morning. Kind of odd to see something post then. No notes attached. New York Giants had their share of injuries. I mean, Shepard was out and Pettis was out. They look absolutely lost on offense just when I thought they were starting to get it going a little bit, right? Giants, not world beaters. Looked decent against Carolina. Looked decent against Kansas City. Oh, they are just lost right now. Kyle Rudolph left the game against Tampa. I mean, this is is how bad are things when we're talking about Kyle Rudolph, Evan Ingram. Just terrible. Somebody I mentioned for the reception prop yesterday should have been fully in the cards, and it wasn't. Again, Giants, total disgrace right now. It's a real disaster. Got to get away from the Giants. This kind of alludes back to what I mentioned at the Open about the disparity going on in the league how hard it is really to bet on some of these teams even as big underdogs yikes giants and saints just terrible right now new york jets this is the big one zach wilson has a chance to return finally sunday against the texans probably not a coincidence jets trying to get him back into a soft matchup get the confidence going cj mosley center of that linebacking core and man that defensive squad has struggled they need him bad he was evaluated for a head injury during the game no updates as of yet and a couple big ones on offense beckham big offensive tackle will not return to practice this week and michael carter will miss a couple of weeks after he suffered a low-grade ankle sprain in the loss to the dolphins yikes just as carter was starting to get it going right into that fantasy relevancy just because of usage there goes that idea Jets, another team very hard to back. They're about a team that is getting easier to back. Those Philadelphia Eagles who beat up on the Saints this Sunday. Jordan Howard at the center of that revitalized rushing attack. Unlikely to play Week 12. They've been splitting the rock everywhere. Really not that big of a deal. Darius Slay, who has been great for them so far, placed in a concussion protocol after the win. No note attached, I believe, It's doubtful that he'll play. Pittsburgh Steelers, TJ Watt is the guy you want to keep an eye on. Same for Joe Hayden. That defense looking really, really leaky. Also, Eric Ebron suffered a knee injury in Sunday's game. Not so much we care about Ebron, but without him, the Friermuth usage goes through the roof. 49ers, Elijah Mitchell considered day-to-day. I think they really need him. Jeff Wilson did not look great running the ball. Elijah Mitchell been one of my dudes this year. Defensive tackle Maurice Hurst was out. No notes attached. Same for Jermichael Hasty in that backup pass-catching running back role. Though they've seemed to fill in with Debo Samuel not doing a very bad job. Hasty is a guy that I like, but wow, that Samuel usage has just been incredible without him. Seattle Seahawks, bunch of injuries here. Russell Wilson not on the injury report, but if you're watching the game and you ask me, he's definitely injured. The ball doesn't look good coming out. It's not coming out fast. He's throwing the change up. We need fast balls. So even though he's not on the report, I'm downgrading everybody on Seattle. Rashad Penny, I think he got the first carry of the game, looked sharp as you could, and had a hamstring injury on that play. Very hard to back this guy. I have shares in best ball, and I'm wondering why. Same for Carson, who's slated to undergo disc fusion surgery. He'll be healthy late in the spring. Goodbye 2021. Chris Carson, get better soon. And Trey Brown, the cornerback with the knee, will likely undergo season-ending surgery. Downgrade for the defense that's already been struggling. Tampa Bay, Buck 
Buccaneers, who I thought would be hobbled by injuries. And again, that was part of my miss. I thought Gronk was going to miss the game and part of my thesis for, again, not so much a giant win, but Giants being able to keep serve was Tampa without those prolific weapons hadn't looked as good. Godwin back looked good, and then Ed Gronk back peppered with targets looked good. Tampa Bay got it done. Giants stink, and they made some cowardly decisions, kicking field goals. Big news here, of course, Vita Vea, big defensive tackle, listed as an active on Monday, keep an eye on him with that knee. He's at the center of the defense, though you wouldn't know it against the hapless Giants. Antonio Brown still out, Scotty Miller still out, and, you know, Richard Sherman was placed on the injured reserve last week. To Tennessee, we go. A few players are missing from that game Sunday. A little bit of a surprise to me. Jerry McNichols was out. No update there. That running back room looking really, really scary. I thought Foreman would get the work. He did on the ground. Hilliard got the work through the air. He ended up leaving that game. I'm not seeing him on the injury report that's definitely impactful for this backfield AJ Brown had a couple of injuries in and out of that game he had an x-ray on the chest results were negative yesterday reports Ian Rappaport that's a good sign but right now Titans getting harder and harder to back Brown even more so in the health department Marcus Johnson in that same wide receiver room hanging the Q tag right now forced out of the game with a hamstring those things don't always recoup so fast Jeff Swain missed the game tight end out he had started to get some focus in the pass game as well Titans heading in the wrong direction last up Washington football team when are they going to get back Logan Thomas he's expected to be designated for return this week I feel like we've been told that for a couple weeks already I've been telling people to stash him I'm keeping that alert set Washington if they've shown us one thing this year it's elite tight end usage it's really kind of unbelievable it went from Thomas to Ricky Seals Jones and then to John Bates who played 100% of the snaps and even caught a couple balls as a blocking tight end when Logan Thomas comes back he's the guy you want you got to check the waiver wire and make sure he's not just floating out there oh speaking of that waiver wire let's dive on into that before we get out of here today just real quick a couple guys that shouldn't be floating out there and i think at the same time for the dfs people these are our value plays potentially on the horizon we're going to be looking to right so at the quarterback position if cam newton is still out there got to take a look at him not sure what he's going to do as far as the pass game but he's certainly a goal line threat all the time can stick multiple touchdowns into the end zone on any given week. I don't know if Tua is floating out there. They throw the ball a ton. Even Tyrod Taylor, though I think we saw the ceiling game there. That offense still does not look very good. People are going to be chasing that one win. I know they're coming up against the Jets, so maybe there's one week left of juice to squeeze out of that one. Running back room, we go. I mentioned Hilliard on the Titans. He looks like he was dominating the catches there. He had 10 targets, so if he's healthy, wasn't on the injury report. Guy you really want to look at with upside to catch the ball speaking of upside to catch the ball with Michael Carter down everyone is going to be looking at the Jets now Tevin Coleman did get more looks and more rushes from watching this team and knowing they're behind all the time my gut tells me Ty Johnson is probably the back to own. We've seen him be pretty prolific as far as catching the ball. Three of the last five games, he has at least five catches, two of those over 65 yards, and he's got a couple scores in there. I think Ty Johnson is the Jets running back to pick up here while everyone is going for Coleman. I'd like to zag and go the other way. I know I had Devonta Freeman circled for the Ravens, though if I can, I'm avoiding that backfield like the plague, that sentiment 
goes double for the Texans. Wide receiver room, if somehow Darnell Mooney is still floating out there, you obviously got to get with him. Cowboys had a ton of injuries that I mentioned, so Cedric Wilson is going to step into a role where he should succeed immediately, though I don't think it's a long-term play. It's probably the highest upside play, so he's probably the best bi-week replacement here, rather than look for somebody who could fill in that, you know, you either have to worry about sitting and starting or having it to drop somebody outright. Speaking of which, I think that player is more likely than not Marquez Valdez-Scantling. The Packers are desperate for a second offensive option in the pass game. He has filled in nicely. He saw 10 targets, man. We know Scantling can catch the long one, but if he's going to get volume as well from Rodgers as they're starting to pick up on offense, that is a huge add for me. I haven't been a ton of best ball teams. He could be the kind of guy that gets me to that underdog Millie. Please, everybody, keep those fingers crossed. So there's a couple QBs, a couple running backs, a couple wide receivers. How about some tight ends? Yikes, the tight end position is decimated right now. I loved Troutman. I thought he was a fill-in going forward. We saw the volume beginning to uptick. Then we saw some production. Uh, And then we get the injury. You're going to have to go somewhere. I'm not even sure where to point you towards. I just can't wreck Evan Ingram anymore. I would go back to my dude on Minnesota, Tyler Conklin, if he's out there. Probably a bit of a streamer, but he's going to give you some up and down. He's getting looks. He's getting usage. Triple slash for the tight end. Really not too bad. So there you have it, everybody. We're right at that 20-minute mark, right where we want to be. Probably enough out of me. So thank you so much for picking up what I'm putting down here at the Daily Blitz Football Pod. Looking forward to tomorrow. We'll take a quick look at the betting board with a focused eye on those Thanksgiving turducken games. That'll do it. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. It is ever so important for the success of this show. Everybody, enjoy your games. Enjoy the day when we're done with the book. Enjoy that pay, everybody. Peace.